Good, good, good evening, brothers and sisters in Christ. Today is the day the Lord has made, so let us be glad in it. Um, it's season two. Like, if you're listening from the podcast, it's season two. A whole, I'm not going to say a whole year, but about a half a year. I want to say season one has 30-something episodes like that is nothing but God. Look at God and look at the glory and the power and the strength of who our God is. Like, none of this would be possible without God. We are on season two. Um, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Like, all glory and power go to him. Um, not just that, but we have new listeners, new listeners, new people in the in the group chat, in the Bible study. Just God is doing something new. This is clearly the year doing something new. I have so much to tell y'all, the listeners, so much to share with y'all. Um, it's January 11th. We are going to do the daily devotional. We're going to dive in today, y'all. We're talking about trusting God. I want to talk to y'all about what that looks like, not just like in general, but this year, what that looks like, Um, what it looks like to bear the fruit of trusting God. Like once you feed that, that plant of trust, like you're constantly pouring in trust, pouring in trust, you begin to bear fruit. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about trusting God and what that looks like. Um, another thing that we're going to be talking about is, is, and just keeping going, you know, just the perseverance and endurance of, of that, because it's a road. It's not easy. It's actually really, really tough to continue to trust God. And believe me, (laughs) I know, (laughs) I know this, I know this, (laughs) but, um, before we hop into it, we are going to do the daily devotional. Y'all know we got to kick it off with the daily devotional and we got to do the opening prayer. You know, we got to kick it off with the opening prayer. You know how we do, baby boo. Um, yeah. Pray that I don't cry because y'all know I always tear up. Heavenly Father, let your words be my words and let your thoughts be my thoughts. Just like you did for Jeremiah, I'm asking that you do for me. I'm asking you to incline here. Pour your spirit among your servants. Show yourself to be God. Continue to bless and love and care and stand by the servants of you, Father. For we seek to serve you. To pour in by the multitudes into the kingdom, Father, souls. Use us as vessels. Eli, Eli, Lama Sabbatani, Father, we need you, we seek you, we chase you. We are women and men after God's own heart, just as David was. We sing and we dance, Father, in, in celebration of you. To bring glory to who you are, to bring glory to your kingdom. We recognize the Holy Spirit, Father, and we thank you for it. Thank you for the Son. Thank you for the Father and thank you for the Spirit. I ask today that you hear me, Father, and that you help us dive into this word together, Father, and feel your presence. Pour out your Holy Spirit among the houses and the homes of your servants today as we dive into your word and seek to understand you, seek to know you, seek to observe you, to feed from you, Father, from you, the bread of life. This is our bread. Let us consume it. 
And not just consume it, Father, but let it become actions. Let it pour from our spirits and we act upon it. Father, I pray for your children that you wake them up today. Draw all children that seek God near to him. Let our spirits yearn for you. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so. I cry. Y'all know I always cry. That's just what I do. I just cry. I cry. When it comes to God, I'm going to cry. Uh, but like I said, today we're going to be talking about just trusting God, what that looks like. Um, like what happens when you bear, when you bear, finally bear fruit of trusting God. It looks pretty good. I'm not going to lie to y'all. And I'm going to give y'all some testimonies too, because man, I got some stuff to share with y'all about trusting God. But... So, for January 11th, I hope that it lines up with it. Let me go to it. All right, so for January 11th, it reads, Trust me. Oh, my gosh. Don't you just love it when the word lines up, the daily devotional lines up with what you're reading, what you're talking about for the day. This is amazing. I love it when God does it. Let's continue. Trust me with re by relinquishing control into my hands. Let go and recognize that I am God. This is my world. I made it and I control it. Yours is a responsive part in the itinerary of love. I said that right. I'm very shocked. Because y'all know I, I'm not the best of pronouncing stuff. I search among my children for respect receptive who are receptive to me sorry guard well this gift that i have planted in your heart nurture it with the light of my presence when you bring me prayer requests lay out your concerns before me speak to me candidly pour out your heart then thank me for the answers that i have set into motion along before you can discern results when your requests come to mind again, continue to thank me for the answers that are on the way. Woo, that's deep in itself. If you keep on stating your concerns to me, you will live in a state of tension. Oh, wow. When you thank me for how I am answering your prayers, your mindset becomes more, much more positive. Thankful prayers keep your focus on my presence and my promise. That's deep. Then some scriptures go with it in Psalms 46.10 and that reads, let be, let be and be still and know, recognize and understand that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And then Colossians uh, 4.2 reads, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And then 2 Peter 1.3-4 reads, his divine power has given us everything we need for life in godliness through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness though these he has given us his very great and precious promise promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evildoers that's pretty deep and that's pretty powerful. And I think that that's pretty amazing too because I actually have that habit too. Like, um, when I pray, 
a lot of the times I pray for stuff and if it doesn't come in a fashion, in a timely fashion in which I want it to, what will happen is, is I get, I get anxious. I'm like, uh, let me pray about it again. Or let me come to God about it again. You know what I'm saying? Just like on the, in the, on the level of just like, gosh, are you really going to do it? You know what I'm saying? Because that shows not trusting God. If you're con a, a lot of the times, if you just continuously praying about something, praying about something, praying about something, you showing you don't trust God to do it the first time. And that's a problem. A lot of us do that. Um, and that's that's pretty doggone deep. But we're gonna be talking about trust tonight. Y'all, I got the scriptures ready for did you hear me? The scriptures are ready. So, y'all, talking about trust. I got some scriptures, but before I do that, I do want to talk about some something that's been going on, you know, and just well, it's not been going on. It's it's over with and done with. But God still moves and He still works. I worked at PetSmart as a groomer, y'all. And before I worked at PetSmart as a groomer, um, well, not before, but while I did it, I had been coming to God and I was like, God, I wanna, I wanna collect a thousand souls for you. A thousand souls this year. We're doing a thousand souls and we're bringing a thousand souls to God. Um. And you work for me, you work through me, and I work for you, you know. And not just that, but it just, and this was the end of the year. This was in December. This just goes to show when it when it's a new season, God's going to do something new. And I was like, man, like it just had like everything. Like even though I was continuously trusting God, and it's crazy to think that God prepares you for things before they happen because I was learning trust before I encountered this. Like God would give me little situations of like, it's okay, I trust God. You know what I'm saying? Just I trust God and keep walking with it. Keep, keep keep going with it. Trusting God, you know what I'm saying? Oh, this happened. Well, trusting God. You know what I'm saying? So he prepared me for the big things with the little stuff. So time flies, we in December and one day at work, it just seemed like a bunch of stuff started happening at once. My sister went missing, and she had my car. <laughs> Not it just that she missing, but she had my car. And I'm like, call her, and I'm calling her, and call her name's Kobe. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful woman. I absolutely love my younger sister. I am the second oldest of four. And I'm calling Kobe, and I'm like, Kobe, 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 like, where, where are you? What's going on? Texting her, like, I need my car. I'm going to be late for work. Uh, I actually have some... Uh, uh, friend of mine come and pick me up she actually worked with me too as well pick me up to take me to work she was so late at this point it's like 10 something she still isn't picking up the phone and i'm worried and i'm actually contacting people from my past that honestly and that just showed that i wasn't trusting god because i was putting faith in man there's a song and it goes don't put faith in man wait don't put hope in man let's put faith in god I'm like, oh, I love this song. I gotta tell y'all about it. It's it's dope. The dog song is dope. The song is dope. But um, putting putting trust in man and taking the faith out of God. I'm like sending people to you know areas, and I'm not having people look for her. Like from my past, that I y'all know I I, I I'm, I'm from a, a tough, tough area. <laughs> but um, sending people to you know, send calling people, texting people, just doing back and buckle off. 
And I'm tripping because my sister. Um, not just that, but my grandmother's sick too. You know, I, I just had a lot of going on. It's, it's a lot of hits that I'm taking, a lot of hits. And even though I'm doing that, I'm still trusting God. I'm like, well, God got her, but you know, I'm still worried about my car. You know, my car's missing, my sister. And I'm sick. I'm struggling right now. Um, and I go to my manager and I say, hey, I'm not going to call her by her name because, you know, this podcast is, it's, it's heard pretty worldwide. Heard in India, being heard in India as well. You know, India, Canada, Russia, you know, Ukraine. We're being hold, held, heard a lot of places. I'm not going to say her name. But um, I go to her and I say, hey, I need to go search for my sister. I know it's um, 11 something, but I need to go search for my sister. She has my car and she's never been missing this long. Like, it's been like, it's been a good minute. It's been about two days. I'm, I'm worried. And she says, well, you can't leave yet. It's, you can't leave till one. And I'm like, excuse me, Tamara, this is pretty, oh. oopsie, you gotta cut that out. Uh oh, oh no. That's, that's not even her name. <laughs> so I'm like, excuse me, Tay, uh, we can't, I can't, I can't do that. No, I need to go get my sister. I need to, I need to find my sister. She's like, no, you have to wait till one. We don't have anybody here. You know, you, you have to wait. I need, I need a date. I need times. How long is it? You know, when do you think you can be done with the dogs? I'm like, my family is more important than, than this right now. I need to go search for her. And she's like, well, I need time. I said, I can't do that right now. And I walked away. And I went back in the, um, in the salon and I'm like, I need the corporate number because at this point I'm going to tattletale. <laughs> I said, I'm going to tattletale. And I'm like, I need, oh, sorry guys. I'm like, I need the corporate number and I need it now. And when I said that, about 20 minutes later, she comes in and she pulls me out. And she says, I need to talk to you. And I'm thinking she's going to apologize because she realized she couldn't, you can't act like that. You know, that's, that's pretty terrible. And she pulls me in the office and she says, sit down with there's some people who want to talk to you. And they start talking to me about a situation that happened with the dog four months ago. Or I'm not even sure how long ago. And I'm like, what is going on? Um, what's going on? And they start talking about how something happened to a dog and that I pocketed the money. And she tipped me for grooming the dog. Mind you, it's a family friend. And I'm like, what is what is this? And they said, well, we're going to have to suspend you. And I said, well, that's fine. I can also give you the money back. They're like, we don't want the money back. And I'm like, okay. So it's raining. Mind you, I've spent five years at this company. I have given this this company five years of my life and I've been a good employee and I said okay um well and they're like you they escort me back to the uh salon just to make sure I don't talk to anyone and I'm like okay well whatever apparently I'm under investigation I was under investigation with them and I'm like I can't they said you need to take everything and leave and it's raining outside it's raining very hard and I'm like, mind you, rain means blessings. Rain means blessings, baby. So this is just trust God. And I'm like, okay, so this is funny. This happens right after I'm about to call corporate on her. 
seems like she called corporate on me. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't take everything. I don't have my car. My sister's missing. I can't put this in my car. Like, I literally can't take this. She said, well, take what you can. I said, I can't carry anything. Can I just come back and get in? She said, yeah, we'll just throw it in the box and put it in the office for you. I'm like, uh, okay. So I'm like, can I wait in the, um, in the break room so I can call an Uber? I don't have my car. And she's like, no, you need to leave now. And I'm like, wow, five years. And this is how you treat somebody. So I go outside and I walk to the, uh, the uh, store across the street and I'm sitting in the store and I'm calling an Uber and I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually shook, but I'm just, I'm just trusting God. I'm like, I can't believe they suspended me for a dog that I've been doing forever. And she tipped me. <laughs> she tipped me. And it's also a family friend that has nothing to do with them. And they've never, all the employees that ever has ever done it. There's been many. You've never done that to someone, but very interesting you decided to. And I'm just like, okay, you know, just going to roll with the punches. And I get on the phone and I call the owner because, like I said, it's a family friend. And they told me that something was wrong with the dog. Hmm. So I called her and she's like, well, nothing's wrong with the dog. What are they talking about? And that's how I knew that it was, it was some sort of revenge thing going on. So I just, I said, okay. So... I waited for my ride to come. When my ride came, I went home and I started filling out applications. That very day, I got a job as a dog groomer, making more money. I, but before I did that, before I put in the applications, I prayed. I was like, God, I trust you. And as soon as I said that, I got a call back from Kobe. She was okay. She was on her way with the car. She had just fallen asleep. I also uh, got a message that my grandmother was talking. Granted, she's, she's passed now, but, you know, God still moves. God still moves. I still trust him. And my, it's, it's crazy. I got a job. So I I waited until uh, the, till I want to say that Friday, and I called Petsma, and I said I quit. And I'll be there to pick up my my things immediately, um, as soon as possible, as soon as I can get there. And I moved on. And but before, very interesting. Before that, um, before all of this took place, I was telling God, and I'm spending a lot of time with this, but we're gonna get to some scriptures. I assure you, I promise you. Um, I was telling God how I thank Him because I had two coworkers there. Many, not just too many co-workers that I worked with witches, I worked with Catholics, I worked with people who were uh, Jehovah Witnesses, a lot of different people, shamans, believe it or not, I didn't even think that that was a real thing. <laughs> but, um, and all of these people, through me, God had the opportunity to draw near to him. Now I have. Those uh, former co-workers asking me still questions about God and uh, moving forward and going to church and doing things and baptizing their sons just from being there. Man, look at God. I always told him that I wanted to raise up a nation full of men and women who are after God's own heart. And look what he is doing. I am thankful for him. I am blessed. And I'm about to start And I get to this job and, 
you know, there's a, a, a musical artist that's a Christian and he says, uh, new levels, new devils. So I graduated from that at Smart and now I'm in a, in a, in a grooming Dark of the town is where it's called. If you have any dogs and you need grooming, bring them to me, baby. And I'll do it. Um, and they do show groups. I'm no longer, I'm, I'm new levels, new devils. Literally, Kieran the Light is not playing about that. New levels, new devils. And in this position, there's some stuff going on, baby. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's some stuff. I get to work on customers, you know what I'm saying? I get to work on my co-workers and, and drawing people near to God uh, with my presence. New levels, new devils. Um, it's, it's pretty amazing to see what God will do and how he moves and how he operates. And also this, after I had got all the good news that I had got, well, before I got the good news that I got that day, my best friend had gotten the car accident. It was like hit after hit after hit. And look what heck, look at God. Y'all know Abigail. She's she's done podcast here. Um, but she she got in an accident that same day with her son in the car. And I'm just like, man, like God is really working. God is really moving. He's he's doing stuff and it's it's crazy because he protected them. He protected them. And the and baby boy. He protected them. And I got that news that she was okay. I got that news that I got a new job. I got that news that my sister was okay and that my car was okay. And it's just like, as many hits as the devil was on, God was pulling them right back. It was literally like living the life of Job in one day. <laughs> I had lost the job. I got the job. And and it's like I lost thought I lost my sister I was losing my sister or something like that. But yeah, I'm not gonna say that, God forbid, but you know, losing your sister, getting your sister back, you know, just this stuff like that. And it was just like God, you could see that God was really active and that he was really working because he clearly was. Um and it was it was just it was truly amazing, but all of that came from I was still trusting God with the hits. Just like Joe did. I was trusting God with the hits and I was rewarded for it. Man, I was rewarded beautifully. But we got some scriptures to get into. And I know I spent I spent a good 22 minutes, baby, talking. But one of the first scriptures I want to bring to y'all about trusting God is Proverbs 3, 5, 6. It reads, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. So I remember how I was saying to you that um, we were going to talk about trusting God and what that looks like. In the scripture, in the scriptures that I'm going to give y'all, it's going to tell you what that looks like. What does it look like? He will make your path straight for you. When you trust God, if he feeds the birds of the air, and the plants are outside and got to worry about being watered. What makes you think he's not going to do for you? Trusting God is a part of faith. It's a part of the faith walk. It's a part of this Christian lifestyle. It's a part of this, this journey and this co-sharing of pain and suffering that we all have to do together. If we call ourselves Christians, we have to do trust. We have to learn trust. Leaning not on our own understanding, that way he can make our path straight. He will give us, this means he will give us the power of discernment. We know not to go left. We're going to go right. You know, you get what I'm saying? It's like, you. he makes your path straight. This is what our God does. 
you make the right choices. I made choices that day that, man, I, I, I never thought I wouldn't wouldn't make. You know what I'm saying? And instead of instead of flipping out when she told me, no, go outside. I was like, all right, cool. You know, I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna go outside in the rain. And, and rain meant blessings because that day he showered blessings on me. All right, what's another one? First Peter five seven. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. What happens? He cares for you. When you when you feel an anxiety, there's so many people in the Bible study in the group chat that's suffering from anxiety. And a lot of the times it's because you're not casting your burdens on him. You're too busy thinking about what's going on in your pockets. You're too busy thinking about, oh, how am I going to make it through a week? And yes, that's tough. It's tough to not think about, but you have to. The only way you can have, you can do it is by spending time in the word. And that is how you know him. Know him by spending time in the word, seeking him, chasing after him, giving him the time. When you read your word, you give him no 10%. Do that. And he will show you how much he cares for you. That's what that looks like. Casting your anxiety on him. when it, It's seen through you because you can people can see how much God cares for you. And then we have uh, Philippians um, 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And this is your reward. This is what this looks like. Once you do that, this is what it looks like. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. If you give God, if you don't be anxious about nothing, and you spend time praying about your situations and making your petitions known to God, giving him thanks for what he hasn't even done yet. What will happen is, baby, you're going to look peaceful. People going to be wondering... Oh, everything is happening around her. She done lost her job. Her sister's missing. Her car is missing. But she is still laughing. Why is she laughing? Because I know my God. I trust my God. I trust him so much. I'm not going to worry about the things I can't do. The things I can't fix. Think about it like this. A baby don't worry about when he going to eat. All he does is whine once. His father, father knows the baby's cry. The mother knows a baby's cry. A mom can look at a child and be like, oh, well. And she goes, man, what? Oh, she thirsty. Or he's thirsty. Let me give my baby something to drink. Oh, man, what? Oh, that baby need a nap. That's the same thing with God. We make one petition, one prayer, and God knows. And he knows the perfect timing. He is a nurturer. He is wonderful. He will give you peace. And he will ease your mind. And then we have Romans 8.28. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him. Who have been called according to his purpose. So this one speaks for itself. In this, in this whole little verse right here. He gives us what happens if we do it. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that God. Knowing that you can trust God. You know that he loves. You know that everything is going to work for his good. And that his good is the perfect good. It is the perfect will. 
is the perfect path. Continue down, down the path that leads to Christ and you set. That's a wrap. There's a girl on TikTok and she uh she has Tourette's and I, I actually love her TikTok. She's so pretty. She goes, wind it up, <laughs> wind it up. And that's what I'm saying. That's it. Just wind it up. That's it right there. You're done. It's that's it. And then you have Psalms 18:2. This one right here is a good one. I love, 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 love this. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and horn of my salvation, my stronghold. This one right here talks about it too. And I mean, it all talks about trust, but it, it has its what happens when you do it through the whole one, through the whole verse. He is, he will deliver you if you trust him. You can find shelter in him. He will be what you can fall back on. And he has given you salvation. He is your shield. He is your stronghold. He will cover you. If trusting you trust God, he will do all this for you and more. It's a lot of prayers that talks about, a lot of um, verses that talk about trusting God. But these are the ones that I wanted to share with y'all the most because I feel like they held a place in my heart. And if you have any that you would like to share, you can drop them in the comments of this podcast. And if you're in the Bible study and you're listening on the Zoom call, you can drop them in on the messages in the chat room. Do it. Do it all. Drop them. Share it with somebody else. Let somebody else know. You know, I did a I did a I'm not sure if it was a podcast, but I did a, a Bible study some time back, probably maybe about five, six months ago about how um, these verses that we remember, that we hold on to, and whether it be times of trouble and whatever the case may be, you know, whatever you use the verse for, it's a key card. Uh, you use it as a key card. Whenever you need to get in the room, you swipe You swipe your key card when you go to a hotel. Baby, I love, you know, that used to be my art thing when we was younger. My mom and dad, they did everything they could for us. And they, you know what I'm saying? When we we didn't have nothing, baby, we we went to hotels. That was our vacation. And we would swipe that key card and get in that room and we'd be all happy. And that's the same thing with God. God is the, Jesus is the room. No, Jesus is the key card. His verses are the key card. And God is the, he's the, the, the man at the table who gives you that key card and he tells you, this is for you. Use Christ whenever you need to get in that room. And that room is the refuge. And you swipe that key card. What key card, what verse are you swiping to defend yourself? To shelter yourself? And all of these verses, whether it be anxiety, depression, um, loneliness, lust, defeat, these are, whatever the case may be, these are all key cards that we have talked about today that are key cards for trust, learning to trust God, understanding what it looks like to trust God. These are all great key cards. So I just wanted to share that with y'all and um, to lead y'all into that little trusting factor. And I know I talked a lot, but you know, we're going to close it out with a prayer. Um, and I want to thank y'all. Thank you, God, for season two. And thank you, God, for my brothers and sisters in Christ who are on here today. Because I know I take up a lot of y'all time. And 
thank y'all for hopping on and giving your 10%. I really appreciate it. Um, over a thousand listeners, like, look at God. Look at God. God is over 3,000 listeners. That is, that is truly good. He's amazing. Um, but let's hop off of here and pray us out. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for this opportunity of salvation. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for trusting me. And thank you for giving me the ability to trust all of us. I pray for my brothers and sisters on the group chat, Father, that you would hear their petitions, that you would hear their prayers, that you would love them, that you would pour out your Holy Spirit among them. I have a sister named Joby, whom I work with, Father, who is sick, and I ask that you heal her today and let it be a sign of your presence. I pray for the co-workers that I have now and the co-workers that I have before, Father. I pray for my enemies, my friends, those I do know, don't know, will know, have yet to know, and will never know. I ask that you pour out your Holy Spirit among them, Father. Let them feel you. Let them see your countenance. Let them hear your word. Let them hear your voice. Come to them tonight, Father. Give them dreams and visions. And among these children, Father, wake up the children, Father. Keep the lampstand lit in their hearts that they may know you. Father, I ask that you give us wisdom in the times that we are getting ready to walk in. For wisdom is the beginning of righteousness, and righteousness is the beginning of knowing God. And each and every single one of us need to know you, Father. For the time is coming near where there will be no more weeping. There won't be any more opportunities. This is our opportunity now, so let us take full advantage of it, Father. And to collect a thousand souls. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I love y'all. I pray that y'all y'all get some time to get in y'all word, that y'all families are covered. You know what I'm saying? Get that that lamb's blood. Pray that lamb's blood over your family and everything. But I love y'all. Y'all have a wonderful evening. And I will see y'all tomorrow for Bible study. Y'all stay up. And y'all don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. <laughs>